What's up, True Disciples? It's your boy Rico. And your girl, Michaela. And welcome to the True Disciple Podcast. On this podcast, we discuss relationship with Jesus and what it means to be a true disciple. Being a true disciple means to be an outsider of the world. So hope you guys stay true and stay blessed. And don't forget, relationship with Jesus trumps religion. Let's get into the show. What's up, True Disciple? It's your boy, Rico. And your girl, Michaela. Back here again for another episode. Man, I, I kind of forgot what I had to say. But can you bring it in for Michaela? He is so annoying. <laughs> so he's in a very goofy mood right now. But we're back, you guys. So let me give y'all a little story time on this whole podcasting journey. So okay. we've been trying. So we... As we told y'all in the previous um, podcast, we said we're going to get a lot more consistent and stuff. Um, God is like, I gave y'all, what's it called? A sabbatical all last year. Yeah, I said sabbatical. So now y'all going to have to bring it in with some noise this year, which is 2022, right? Mm -hmm. So y'all, we've been trying to, because we upload Tuesdays and we record every Thursday. So... We've been trying to like do it with Raya yesterday. Was it yesterday? The day before we actually sat down and tried to record y'all. It was y'all. yesterday. It was yesterday morning. In actually. the morning, you guys. And he was not going for it. So right now we got we caught him during his nap at time, time at two forty three. So we're sitting down and please Lord, let us be able to record this. But anywho please. I think he's I think we're gonna be good. Yeah. He's he's on his nap time, so his nap time is usually like an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. So he's so gonna we be should asleep be, for a minute. We should be good. A good minute. So Rico is actually leading this podcast, which I'm really proud of him. Cause he brought this to my attention. It was Acts chapter seventeen. Right. And he he was like telling me about it, and I was like, "Dang, bro! Like you dropping, you dropping diamonds out here!" Like I no, was. God is dropping diamonds. Yeah, yeah, he was through you though, me through too, you, though. through you. But like the way Rico was like, you know, like kind of like showing me and like telling me about it, I was like, "Dang, bro! This sounds good. It sounds so good. I gotta read it for myself." Mm-hmm. So um, we're gonna be talking about Acts chapter seventeen. So we just encourage y'all to read it because. Acts chapter 17 is pretty long. It's pretty long. So what it, it what it's pretty much about in Acts chapter 17, uh, I said, what did I say? Verse um, 17? I mean, chapter 17. Yeah. In Acts chapter 17. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see um, what we got here is Paul and Silas. Um, you know, Paul and Silas, they good old, good old buddies. Um, so these are, so y'all know who Paul is in the Bible. You know how he used to be. It's the one that came. It's the one that used to be Saul. Now Paul. Now the one that got blinded on his road to Damascus. <laughs> and he, you know, he got he seen Jesus and he had crust on his eyes for about what three days. Um, that's this is the Paul. So this so Paul is in. Um, he go to these three places called uh, Thessalonica. But is it called Basera? Basera. Beria. And Athens. In Athens. And uh, all these three spots are like in the Roman, the Roman Empire around this time. And y'all know Paul; he used to be a Roman, uh, Roman uh, soldier, pretty much. And uh, so we see, we see Paul pretty much like you know how you say coming back to his, you know, come back to his neighborhood, you know. And he's on these three occasions, these three places, he's pretty much telling people about you know Jesus and pretty much about the gospel. 
And uh, as he as he goes to like his first spot, Thessalonica, you know, while he's there, he's like preaching the word of God and these Jews start getting mad and start getting jealous of him. As you can read, it says, you know, they got jealous of him and they now they're trying to terrorize him. So he runs in this guy named Jason house and Jason pretty much hides, hides Paul and they, they hide him to get away. Mm-hmm. So they come in, Jason house, they was like, hey man, where them people at? Like bring them out. So they, they terrorizing the city. Like they turn up everything, flipping tables, trying to get, to, <laughs> trying to get to Paul and Silas and they can't find them. So they guess what they did? They made they made Jason. They locked Jason up and made him pay a pricey a pricey bond to get out. You know what I'm saying? So now, now Paul he's in he's in he's in Berea. I hope I'm saying <laughs> Beria. I hope I'm yeah. saying that. Y'all help me. Help me in the comments. We're gonna play the Bible yeah. app after this, y'all. When the dude with the deep voice be talking, so we can hear exactly. what it says. Exactly. you know what I'm saying? Y'all, you know, I want y'all to just help me out on that. But um. As we, as Paul's in Berea, you know, he's preaching the word of God and it says that, you know, these, these teachers, they come up and start like trying to like, you know, all right, man, you know, we see what you're talking about. And it says in there, like they tried to like, you know, pretty much like they was, uh, these are like high Jewish councils and these people were like much into the knowledge and they're trying to like figure out, you know, what Paul is talking about is true, which they do. And some of them follow him. So now he goes to Athens and he goes to Athens, which today is still Athens. Today is Greece. It's in Greece. Um, and we get there and Paul is in Athens and uh, he's like, you know, he's by himself at this time because Silas is not with him. You know, they helped him. He got chased out of these two cities, you know, so they helped him in Athens. So Paul is walking around in the marketplace by himself. He's chilling, but he's starting to see, he's starting to get really, you know, how you like, you know how like you be somewhere and God just start like, you start getting like that look kind of, it's not like, it's like a, like this glorified anger, like sometimes like a zeal, a zeal pretty right. much. He start getting a zeal because he starts seeing all these statues and, and these, these false, these false gods, these, these people praising. Mm-hmm. And he's like, enough is enough. So he goes out to like, he goes out to like the marketplace and was like telling the, everybody was like, he's telling, these Jew, telling the Jewish councils there. It was like, y'all out here. I know y'all religious and stuff like that. Cause I see all y'all praising these guys, but on one, what I, I had read somewhere on one of y'all things, it says to an unknown God. So he said, y'all pretty much ignorant to the very thing that you praise. Like you're, you know what I'm saying? He, and he starts telling me like, you know, the God that, the God that made the earth and the heavens, you know what I'm saying? Ain't made by human hands. And we, and we hear this a lot throughout the gospel, you know what I'm saying? About everybody quoting that, you know what I'm saying? And he even told about like one of their philosophers said that, you know, you know, we are his offspring. And the, the guy who said that this guy, he's not written in here. Um, but uh, I did a little digging in the background. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Be quiet. But anyway, she told me now nah, she didn't want me to get into the, the- theological. Yeah, it. we try to. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, because I, I seen like yeah. in the King James Version, they didn't mention it. And then you see like NIV. They mention it, but I'm pretty sure God probably didn't mention it because he wanted us to focus on this. But you guys, mm-hmm. for the Stoics and stuff, because he talked about uh, when Paul was going to him and he was like, the very person y'all follow, because they follow um, the Stoics, they um, right. believe in like patience and forbearance and that when you go through life, you're supposed to go through a willingly, you know, and if we do go through stuff, we're not supposed to allow that to, to you know, kind of like deter us from the path that we're set on. Mm-hmm. But with Stoics, you know, I don't know if y'all know, but patience and forbearance, like that's the fruit of the spirit that comes from God. 
So the very philosopher that they were following acknowledged God. And so like, you know, when Paul was saying that he was basically like, yeah, like, you know, you're Stoics, like y'all believe in this. So it's funny because when, when Paul came there, like they were like, basically like, who is this dude and what the heck is he talking about? Mm -hmm. And he was like, there, he's talking about some unknown God and all this other stuff. And they were basically looking at Paul like he was crazy, but Paul was like, no, y'all are crazy. Y'all don't even know what y'all are praising, you know? So, um, it's funny to see that because I felt like Paul kind of was like, I, I like to think of Paul being like, I, I think he was funny. He might've had like a little sarcasm where it kind of like rubbed people the wrong way. But if you were like, if you knew what was going on, you'd be laughing. Oh, yeah, most but like a philosopher is someone who's supposed to be intellectual and wise, you know? So when Paul was like, you guys are ignorant to the very things you guys praise. I know that kind of hit them like, wait a minute, like, hold on, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? And, um, I think so, it kind of made him mad. Yeah. Cause it's like, who is like, who are you yeah. telling us that? And like, you pretty much disrespecting like, you know, our guys that we praise and stuff like that. Cause you know, we don't know what you talking about mm-hmm. and now you're trying to come over here with all that stuff. So that's why he got you that telling you. It's like, man, you trying to come over here with all this stuff over here and we, you, you trying to mess up what we got going yeah, on. Yeah. Like when he was in Thessalonica, they was like saying that, man, this dude out here, he's trying to drive people crazy and stuff like that. They thought he was <laughs> saying some crazy stuff. And y'all in scripture, even it even says that they sneered at him. So like, you know, like you sneer, like who, like who, like just basically like what you said. They were like, man, who is this dude is coming over here thinking that whatever he he's he's telling some type of fairy tale. We praise Caesar. Caesar is a you know you know hell Caesar. Whatever you want to do, this and that. And ain't nobody named Jesus ain't gonna debunk Caesar. How is how is Jesus the king? But see, and Caesar Caesar's in his spot. That's the thing, y'all. Yeah. And another thing, let's backtrack because. And um, when, you know, when they were in Thessalonica, bro, Thessalonica was like, who is this dude talking about another king other than Caesar? And I don't know if y'all remember, but when that, when, when I think it was the Pharisees that came to Jesus Mm -hmm. and they were like, and Jesus answered to him, like answered to them, like, you know, pay to Caesar what Caesar's and pay to God what's God's, right? So it was just crazy to see them saying, you know, like, who are they talking about some other king other than um, Caesar when they're Jews? So they're supposed to believe in God, right? Right. So you're so busy focused on praising, a, um, you know, a physical being to the point where you forget, like, you know, God. Like, you're talking about the law and all this other stuff, but you don't know that God trumps Caesar, who's a physical form that God appointed over exactly. that region. But it was crazy, y'all, because even as Rico was saying, like, in Thessalonica, bro, like, Paul ended up leaving with mm-hmm. Jason and them, bro. And the no, there were, it like, in Acts 17, 11, it talks about how the Jews in Berea, they were more noble than the ones in Thessalonica. And um, it was crazy because, like, the people in Berea, they, they, they were, it's the scriptures literally say that they received it with great enthusiasm. And so they were able to take that message and they were happy that Paul said that. However, they discerned it for themselves. So they discerned it by going to God and reading scriptures and making sure what Paul was saying was in alignment with God's word. So then that was when they were able to become believers of, um, Jesus and further on, you know, followers of Paul, 
which is hecka cool, bro, because I love how Paul and Rico was like, Rico was like, I was like, babe, like, dang, like, he was just like telling me basically like what he, what the Holy Spirit was like witnessing and telling him where how like, you know, Paul didn't get mad about them like weighing and testing. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't get mad by them weighing and test what he did. Yeah. And that's, and all that is, is just like when you weigh and test something, it's like discernment. Yeah. It's like what you would do today. Like, because I know everybody does it. Like, you know, even when I was young, my mentor always told me, like, you know, if even if you're in church, you hear the preacher, like, you know, always discern, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's just to make sure because there are some people out here, they're, you know, doing some false teachings and they're saying something like, wait a minute, that doesn't line up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? In the verse now, you yeah. know, so you got to kind of be careful. And I feel like he kind of like. I don't know what's going through his mind. He probably liked it or not, but he probably, okay, at least they, you know, at least they did that. And it was, it was saying that they did that and they like believed it. Like they like, okay, this is online what he's talking about. They could, they probably, I could just see them now. Like, let us go back to the scriptures real quick. They open up the scrolls and they look yeah. at like, you know, cause back in the day at this time, they had the laws of Moses at this time. So they going through laws like, okay, okay, yeah. you're right. You know, but I, I like that because I like to think of, cause Paul, he talks a lot, a lot of his, um, um, a lot of the books that he's wrote in, written in the gospel, it talks about having humility and stuff. And like, mm-hmm. you remember that passage of scripture, I think it's in Philippians where Paul talks about how, um, you know, if anybody should boast, I should boast, but he says, I consider all the things, all my deeds garbage because of Christ. Mm-hmm. So I like to think of Paul as having humility to be like, okay, yeah, weigh and test that. Cause we are supposed to weigh and test, you know, and have discernment. About um, oh, yeah, you're not there. just supposed to believe anybody, you know. Oh yeah, most there. Yeah. And I mean, and I and I like how like in the last part too, when he's in Athens, and he's like going around, he see that everybody's like you know religious, and but then when he came across the uh the, the you know the writ the written uh inscription on like on on this one guy he's seen this statue whatever they have back in the day, and it says to unknown God, it was like. Even though in their mind, they're like, okay, as long as we're praising something, we should be good. And I feel like that comes with us, too, sometimes. It's like, we could become very religious, too. How it says, like, you know, even in the Word, it says that even being too religious is meaningless. You know what I'm saying? It, it's meaningless. Like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And it's not, and, and I'm not here debunking to be, you know, right? The Bible tells us to be righteous for he was, you know what I'm saying? For he was righteous. Um, it just being like, it's like, I like how Jesus, like, kind of separated, like, religion with uh, relationship and yeah. that's what how our podcast is built on and this is what you know God has shown us over the, over these couple of years about hey I'm tearing I'm not ter- I'm not tearing down everything that's in the gospel you know but I'm separating the religion from like you know what I'm saying from the relationship because only because like think about it you're in a religion right you're like okay what's your religion okay Christianity and you're doing all these things religion wise where praying you're going to church every sunday faithfully going to bible study wednesday you're waking up five o'clock you're doing all this stuff and it's like you can go back and not have a transformation and you might think like wait a minute rico like what you mean that's because you're doing this stuff out of religious wise instead of out of relationship wise because you start doing this stuff out of religion you get very tired yeah you know what i'm saying you're like because you're not noticing that stuff what you're doing, you're not even understanding why you're doing it. Right. 
That means you're very you're ignorant to the point where you don't even know what's going on. You're just doing it because. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You fall in line because your mom taught you that. You know what I'm saying? And that's what. And but she not she didn't probably teach you the reason why you do behind these things. The reason we pray is the is the communication between us and God. You know what I'm saying? That's that communication. And uh, the reason we go to church is for community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The reason we, you know, we tie, you know what I'm saying, is given, is given what we have given 10% of your time or, or your labor to God, giving that and putting that in, in, a, in a cause that can promote his yeah. kingdom. Yeah. It's not about just like, if I do this, because all around we're getting told, like, if you do 10% here, you're going to get back. That's, and, and, and I feel like, and that's why it kept a lot of people away from the church. Is that if you give oh they're they greedy they they you know preachers pimps doing this and that and because you're giving them money they driving this car that's the perception but you have to understand you know it was twisted along the way you know what I'm saying not me giving ten percent is gonna bring it's it's an automatically if I give God ten percent it's an automatic bring me like a hundred thousand it may it may be however I mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's something you have to know like I don't I don't think that. Um, I don't think that the church should finance your lifestyle, but Rico, me and you have both came across plenty of pastors or plenty of people who are in ministry where they do that part time and they get paid yeah. little to no money for it. Or none. And I've yeah. seen a lot of people who put a lot of devotion and time into the church, which I was really ignorant about because I was like, they just take all your money and all. No, a lot of the people that I've met who were in ministry, they had something on the side that they did that they got their primary income, income from. from yeah. But I've seen a lot of people who were in ministry and they didn't get paid as much for it. But I feel like to piggyback on what you were saying as well. Well, let me go ahead and continue this. This also to you guys, um, back then, like with the church and stuff, when everybody was, I don't know if y'all remember, but it was, um, remember when they lied about giving the money or whatever, mm. but I know it was Peter there, but money with the couple. Yes. Tithing was something that we did to give back to the community. When Paul was going out for missionary work, Peter, the disciples and stuff, it was money to go ahead and allow them to be in position to go ahead and spread the gospel. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't so everybody, it wasn't like a get rich quick scheme. And you know what I'm saying? I mean, come on, these people talked to, that's why Peter said, look at me when that dude outside the synagogue literally asked him for money. He said, look at me money. I don't have, (laughs) but the gospel, you know, he had the gospel to get that man. He had the Holy spirit, which enabled that man to walk. He was a lame man, you know, and he would sit there in front of that same synagogue to talk about those things. But I honestly believe that everybody, I keep hearing this nice word culture. Everybody talks about, Oh, well don't do what culture tells you to do and all this other stuff. But the reality of it, the reality of it is I feel like people are saying culture in a new age as though stuff like this hasn't been happening for centuries. Like literally the Bible literally tells us that nothing done under like everything, nothing new is under the sun. You know what I'm saying? And for, I feel like it's, it's a, it's a dress it up and make it cute. And I just pray. And I hope that when y'all come on this podcast, like y'all are not, we're not, my job is not to make Christ look sexy. I'm not supposed to make him look beautiful and make him look good. Like Paul literally said, at least as if why I'm not here, God didn't send me to preach the word of God, you know, in a way where it can be cute. You know what I'm saying? He said, you know, unless the cross be robbed of his power. So like when we're coming on here, my job is not to make you 
talk to you and talk about how Christ is going to make you a better person and you're going to see a 360 change. No, it's, it's, it's you're not going to always be happy. There's going to be times and different seasons where you're going to go through different things. Just like even with Job, like Enrico, you were talking about that, how sometimes we become so religious where we're like, God, like I thought I did what you told me to do. Why is this happening to me? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like, if it wasn't meant to happen to us, don't y'all think that forbearance wouldn't be a part of the fruit of the spirit that comes from the Holy Spirit? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, we just got to ask ourselves that. But yeah, like I, I feel you on that, like going to church and going to Bible study and that's cool and everything. But that is a part of like the sexiness of church. Am I lying? Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of people try to keep that image with them to make it look cute, dress mm -hmm. it up and make it look cute. Even Paul himself said that, you know, you know, the word, the word of God shouldn't be preached with knowledge and uh, perceived as um, like in persuasive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And. After all my 26 years of living, I never heard that verse. I didn't even heard nobody even say that verse. Like never, never. Like I'm, I'm being real with you. And it's like over the years, you know, you just hear, you hear the, you hear the same old, you hear the same old, same old stuff every, every single time. And you're like, man, what is, you know, what I'm saying what's going on here? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it just kind of like separates that. You know how God kind of like just teaches that as you grow older. Yeah. You know, and I just feel like I just feel like with Paul, man. You know, he was like one of the last ones that's just like really been real like that. You know what I'm saying? And and he's actually like was actually a man that we can actually see in society today. You know what I'm saying? He's like kind of the last example. You know what I'm saying? Like like for real, like a man that really that just transformed from. You know, you know, killing Christians. Now this man is a whole. This man is on fire for for God like no other. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not married. He don't care. He's like very real with himself. He like he even talks about that. You know, he has a splinter at his side. He um he even talks about he all he he asks people to pray for him as he go out and preach with boldness. Like he's actually like identified like changed Christian like at the end of this, this, this lineage, you know what I'm saying? It's like after him, it's like, okay, cool. Like over time. So, but you know, you get all these years and everybody get a little confused about how the word is perceived and everything. And I feel like, like you said, there's nothing new to the sun. Like the Bible says, Bible that comes from the Bible. And it's just like, everything is like, cause back in the day, as you can see, as you're reading here, you have these high people, that no knowledge you like today's um call them um um theologians you know what I'm saying these people know the bible from back to front you know what I'm saying front to back and they're supposed to be like if they say something it's automatically right but then it's like okay you got Paul that's talking to these theologians and he's like and no you know what I'm saying now they want to get mad you know what I'm saying and I even had someone close to me a friend of mine that told me when he went to he went to like seminary and he's speaking to one of the teachers and he didn't agree with the teacher and the teacher got mad at him. But it's like, why, why is you getting mad? You know what I'm saying? And I, I and I always was, I always learned that if you out here telling someone about the word of God and you don't know the answer to it, it's okay to come back to it. Just be like, and I, and that's just so humility. It's not saying that you have to be right every single time. It's not a fight of who's right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're doing that, you're trying to persuade someone to come to come to Jesus. 
It's not the mission to persuade someone. Jesus didn't go after swaying them. He just told them the truth. They can be the father or not. And that and that's that's the reality. Reality of it. Yeah. Even with even with Paul says as he saying that he's actually witnessing people literally like choosing not to follow. You know what I'm saying? God. And he's just bringing tears to the eye. Has he write this? It's like people literally choose not to. So why? It's like, I know me and Kelly talking about this. And I know it's like, not a way of like, I, I said it was waste time. She said, no, it's not wasting your time. Because you still, because you can't strip, the, you can't strip the cross from his power. Let the cross do what it needs to do. You know what I'm saying? Let the cross do what it needs to do. That's the statement y'all should be running with. Let the cross, I'm, I'm going to put that, that's going to be. I'm gonna get that. I'm, that's a statement right there. Let the cross what it do what it needs to do, because you're you're not in a position of that cross. You know what I'm saying? Jesus, Jesus does the transformation. You don't need to be trying to talk to someone ten times, twenty times. You know what I'm saying? Like man, you know man, and they're every single time you talk to them, they're not coming. Let Jesus do that. Jesus is gonna come to them. You know what I'm saying? He has the ability to do that. He has the time to do that. You know what I'm saying? And like with Paul and you by like, well, Rico, well, what about when in here, Paul went to go speak to people on multiple occasions. Jesus went around for three years speaking to people. Yeah, he went different places. You know what I'm saying? And yes, Paul, he spoke at the same place for three days. He wasn't like seeing one person in there. and was like, man, this person ain't changing. You know what I'm saying? Come like shaking them and like, you better change. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Shaking them, shaking them. I almost, I shook my son, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, he looked at me like, who did, who shook me? No, he's asleep. I looked at you like, and, what is you doing, Harpo? Yeah. And, um, but it's like, he wasn't like on one person, like ganging up on them and like trying to like, you know, pretty much do all that. So it's, like I said, let the cross do what it needs to do. Yeah. You feel that? I also love, like, y'all got to read Acts 17, bro. I feel like it's so many different nuggets in there. Um, I love seeing how Paul went to three different regions. And in those three different regions, you see how the same, you know, some of the same people um, with similar beliefs or whatever, or people that say they're from God, how they respond to Paul and how they... um, you know, welcome him or receive that news that, which is the good news, which is the gospel. And, um, yeah, that, and then what else is I going to say? I think uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever mm-hmm. God leading you to say, man. Or it's like, yeah, y'all, y'all gonna hear some few clicks. <laughs> I kind of went on a slow yeah. screen. Our computer, quick. um, it locked us it out, y'all. Yeah. We still recording. We still recording. We still, recording we're still, we're still, we're still now potting. We, now we just know to move the mouse Yeah, a move the bit. mouse just a little bit. We're still potting right now. Yeah. But yeah, guys. So, you know, just something I just want to, you know, have for encouragement. Because, you know, I feel like, you know, that's one of the gifts God's given me. Even the Bible says God gives us a gift of encouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, And just to, you know... Be, be, you know what I'm saying, be real with yourself and let the cross do what it needs to do. You know what I'm saying? Jesus died for us for a reason. You know, don't do the job for him. (laughs) 
It's you can't your, do the job for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, God had to tell, he, he had to tell Job this, like, he didn't even apologize to Job. He did. He literally just told him, like, okay, you had your moment. Let me tell you about who I am. You know what I'm saying? He pretty much just told his man who he was. And I'm like, hey, you know what I'm saying? He even started talking about people's like, man, what is he talking about? Animals and stuff? Some animal, some animal in the earth or something he holds back. <laughs> it's just, you know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. Hey, Joe was like, Joe probably in you know, like, his mind was like, I don't care about none of that. Let me know why you just just know that God right. just know God is almighty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he does the things because, you know, he loves us and he has a lot of grace for us. You know what I'm saying? Because if he's saying he's holding back some animal in the earth or something, like, you keep holding him back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And another thing, too, y'all, um, is that... Dang, I forgot what I was going to say again. Maybe I'm not supposed to say it then. Huh? I'm not supposed to say it. Okay, go ahead. I'm not supposed to say it. Yeah, I'm not going to. But that concludes today, y'all. And, yeah, just keep that moment, you know, Continue, you know, you know, be real with yourself and do not, you know, let the cross do what it needs to do. Don't rob it of its power. And a verse I want to leave with you guys is uh, 2 Corinthians 2.16. Um, it just pretty much says, if you read, let's if you, read it. Yeah, let's read. Let's read that. Because <laughs> I was going to, I was going to abbreviate it. Mm-mm, don't do that. We're going to abbreviate I it? I think my tablet. No, it didn't die. Bear with us, y'all. I'm doing all this with one hand and one arm. I got it. So this is going to come out the NIV. And it says, To the one, we are an aroma that breathes, that brings death. To the other, an aroma that brings life. And who is equal to such a task? And I'm going to read 17. This is the next one. Unlike so many, we do not peddle the word of God for profit. On the contrary, in Christ, we speak before God with sincerity as those sent from God. So... I, when I got the last part, it was like almost like how when God was sending those angels and stuff like that, or sending people to prophets and stuff, you know, He told them one thing, and that's how they said it. And <laughs> took away from it. It was just that's it. That was it. And that's bomb because this it. I, I don't know if y'all know, but the um for one, the whole Second Corinthians chapter two, everything good, but I just that mug is bomb. But it talks about the ministers of the new covenant. So this is Paul talking about, you know, us ministering the new covenant, which is talking about the gospel of Jesus, right? Jesus resurrecting, dying for our sins and saving us. And through him, you know, the veil was torn. So now we're seen as, you know, righteous and pure in God's sight, right? Mm -hmm. So when you see this, it's just a beautiful thing because I feel like sometimes I have to remind myself out here in these California streets that, um, you know, some people like the light and some people don't like the light. You know, mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of people out here where they're just not happy, not nice, a little prejudice, you know, and we have to constantly remind ourselves of this. Or when you see, you know, street preaching is not for the faint of heart. You know, there's people that were getting beat. Paul was getting beat. And I love how Paul reminded us of this because it's basically like reminding us as believers that everybody's not going to accept it, you know, but we, it's reminding us also of that free choice that God has even given us. And another beautiful thing about Paul, when he talks about, you know, sinning and being a sinner and the people that aren't, you know, the people that aren't accepting the gospel and instead going into, 
you know, things that are contrary to God. He reminds us he has humility and um, he humbles himself to the point where he even humbles in like in a way instills humility into his audience when he says, remember where y'all were, you know, and it also like reminds us of like, okay, where was I at before I came into Christ? But it also reminds us, as Rico said, that that cross, that Jesus is the one that does that transforming. Exactly. I like that, man. You did that. God did that. <laughs> but that mug, that mug bomb. Okay, yeah. let's knick knack, patty whack. Give me you a handshake. <laughs> Yeah, but we love you guys. Um, stay tuned. Uh, you know, to you know, we're going into this season, season one of this uh, renewing that we have, and man, it's just going to be a journey. Yeah, pray for us, y'all. Yeah, I just you know, just keep us in prayer that we continue just you know be faithful here and not have like months out and pray that we have you know ride you know ride on schedule so and in childcare. Pray for us, and uh, you guys need prayer uh, from us. Uh, definitely, you know, you know, add us in the comments or follow our email. Send us, shoot us an email. Yeah. Um, and or you guys can follow us on Instagram. You know, True Disciple, ten two 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 three twos. And uh, you follow this little yellow. It's be a yellow, <laughs> yellow. The same house. icon of the as the podcast. Icon, same podcast. Follow us on there and uh, share with your friends and family. Hello, you guys. You guys have a good one.